Hello, my name is Dennis Watson with Celebration Church, and this year's celebration, we're encouraging our people to read through the entire Bible in their daily devotion times. To accomplish that, we're following the one-year Bible reading plan, which includes daily scripture passages from the Old Testament, the New Testament, the Psalms, and from the Proverbs, and then we're selecting one of those scripture passages for our devotional thought for the day. Today's scripture passage is found in Acts chapter 2, and here's what we read. Those who believed what Peter said were baptized and added to the church about 3,000 in all. They joined with other believers and devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching and fellowship, to sharing in the Lord's Supper and in prayer. That's Acts chapter 2, verses 41 through 42. Let me ask you a question. What are the primary practices of New Testament Christians in Christianity? The answer to that question is summed up in the verses we just read in Acts chapter 2, where Dr. Luke tells us about the early lives and focuses of believers in the first century church. To begin with, Luke notes that these first century Christians were willing to publicly acknowledge their allegiance to Jesus Christ by being baptized, by being baptized by immersion and joining the church in Jerusalem. We read about that in Acts 2.41. You see, baptism and church commitment are illustrated and encouraged frequently in the New Testament. Second, those first century Christians devoted themselves to hearing and learning the word of God from the leaders of the first century church. They wanted to know everything there was to know about Jesus and about the new life he offered and about God's way and will for their lives. And so they took advantage of every opportunity to learn about him and to learn about the Christian life from God's word. Let me ask you another question. What have you done to grow in your understanding of God's word, God's will, and God's way for your life? Jesus taught that knowing and living by God's word is essential for our lives. He taught that in Matthew 4, 4. Third, they were committed to fellowshipping with one another and praying personally and praying corporately together. We find in Acts 2.42. Fellowship means more than spending time together. It means a willingness to share our lives together with other Christians, rejoicing when they rejoice and sorrowing when they sorrow. Also, prayer was extremely crucial for their lives and for their fellowship as well. They knew that they would not have the strength to live for God in such a pagan and hostile world if they didn't daily spend time in personal prayer and regularly spend time praying with other believers. Here's a third question I have for you. What are your plans and practices in regards to regular fellowshipping with other Christians and spending time in prayer with the Lord? The early Christians saw prayer, learning God's word, and fellowship as essential uh, practices, as, as essential as eating and breathing. Fourth, the first century Christians were accustomed to seeing God work in miraculous ways in their lives. You read about that in Acts 2.43. And they were willing to give generously and sacrificially to the Lord's work and to meet the needs of others. You read about that in Acts 2.44-45. through You see, faith in God and sacrificial giving are to characterize our lives just like they did those first century Christians. Fifth, the first century Christians were involved regularly in small home fellowships and in larger worship gatherings. We read about that in Acts 2.46. They knew that both were essential for their continued growth in their relationship with the Lord. And as a result of these practices, the lives of the first century Christians were filled with joy and praise. They found favor with outsiders, and the Lord blessed their witness by continually bringing more and more people into the family of God, into the church. We read about that in Acts 2.47. It grew so mightily, spiritually, and numerically that they literally turned their world upside down, we're told in the further verses that are found in the book of Acts. Let me ask you a final question. 
What changes need to take place in your life for you to become a first century Christian in our world today? The Lord wants today's Christians to be involved in the same practices that first century Christians were involved in. And he wants us, he wants us to experience the same growth and the same blessings and to have the same impact on the world around us that they had in the first century. As you pray today, ask the Lord to show you what changes need to take place in your life for you to live like a first century Christian. Also, ask the Lord to show you how to make those changes in your life. And thirdly, ask the Lord to show you others that you need to be encouraging, that you need to be giving to, and that you need to be witnessing to. The early Christians were able to live such dynamic and different lives because they had experienced the wondrous feeling and power of God's Spirit. We're told about that in Acts 2.4. If you've never had that experience, or it's been a long time since you have, ask the Lord today to fill you with His presence and power so you can be equipped and empowered to make a great difference for Him like the first century Christians did in their world. Thanks so much for joining us today. Please join us again tomorrow as we continue our journey through the Bible.